Ten years ago. Yes, I have caught a cold from uh, wherever. And I'm working on getting rid of it. And I'm on the road. We're under a flood watch. And a flood warning, actually. And uh, almost in an evacuation order. But we can't drive the highway. So we're kind of... I don't know. weather passes, right? So, we look at that song called Track 34. That was nine years ago. Everything people are saying today was said in that song. Everything I've been talking about is said in that song. So, that what people are saying, I guess now, would be just a repeat of 10, 15, 20 years ago. And, you know, they've been saying it a long time. So, look, you know, we have to get some hard facts on the table here. The people want a police state. You know, they act like they don't, but they really do, you know. They want to live in a compact city where they, you know, it's all digital and they're tracked and they're, you know, basically turned into into robot commodities, and they have no shame, they have no soul, they have no, there's no point in dealing with them, you know what I mean? They're just basically cannon fodder now. Now, look, that's not me, that's not what I wanted, but there's no sense in warning, they, they created this. You didn't create it, my listeners didn't create it, my readers did not create it, uh, people that go to our films, that like our films, did not create it. Okay? They created it. A few people ruined it for all people. And 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 the majority of the people participated in the ruination of all people. As they continue today, as they chant, you know, and it goes from any all these groups like, you know, the ADL and the UN and the... LGBTQ and Black Lives Matter and on and on and on. It's all corporatocracy. It's all Larry Fink. It's all George Soros. It's all Nazi shit. Told you it was a Nazi thing from the beginning, right? Now you're hearing them, right? Now you're hearing them say Nazi. They actually are saying it. The Nazi cult was a death cult. Basically, it was all about the New World Order and about the expansion, um, you know, with, with advanced technology given by the fallen angels through, you know, what you could call aliens, if you like. And whether you think these aliens were made, people think aliens will be made in laboratories, with the, the, well, then I guess it would be true if you'd said that 100 million years ago. You know, 100, you know, 250 million years ago. I guess that would be true. Someone made them in a laboratory. You know, a lot of them are, you know, robots and they're, they're not, um, you know, they, they have also properties, these various beings of shape-shifting and uh, anti-gravity, you know, walking on ceilings and different things that, you know, defy uh, modern physics. And, uh, you know, God has held them back, you know, that, 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 that force of evil that's from the fallen angels, right? And they're the ones who gave uh, the war uh, machines, 
to man and also gave the technology of quantum technology, which became witchcraft and, you know, magic to people. Uh, there's also exercises in consciousness about, you know, control your consciousness to control your destiny and things like that. That's very much, you know, the science of mind. And, um, so they're, you know, they're, they're bent on this track of, you know, human is bad, carbon's bad, Bill Gates is cutting, what a fool, what an absolute idiot he is, a total blithering idiot, I mean, the IQ must be 30, right, must be a shoe size, along with his, his, his buddies, they don't have intelligence because they don't have you know, it's, it's what I always keep saying. It's it's like what happened to the uh, to the what happened in Santa Fe, New Mexico, where the uh, the real history of it, the real history of the massacre there, uh, where the uh, Indians were slaughtered by the Spaniards, and then they put up a, a cross of the martyrs to to honor the fallen priests who the Indians killed uh, for no good reason. Blah 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 blah. While the Indians the the priests were buggering the children. That's why that's why they got killed, because they were uh, you know they were crossing the line. That's why they got killed. So it's really Santa Fe, New Mexico, is in honor of pedophiles. The Cross of the Martyrs is a big testament to the 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 wonderfulness of pedophiles who have a death wish, and an, a Nazi wish, and wish to bring about a death cult. Uh, call the New World Order and make the world a life of, of uh, silicone rather than carbon, you know, because that's what they know, right? They know silicone. And, um, you know, it, 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 without oxygen, without water, without anything, in their, their feeble attempt to, uh, uh, to control. And Gates is the most feeble of, of them all and the dumbest of the dumb. He's actually stupider than Sean Penn. It must be like a contest between the two of them. <laughs> you know? Who can be stupider? Yeah. When, right? But his, his latest uh, comments about the <sighs> science just... Wow. No, when he said, uh, no, I don't plant trees, and then he said, you'll have to forgive me. I'm going to have to blow my nose here. I'll, uh, I'll sing a little ditty know. while he's blowing his nose. Police state. Police <laughs> really. state. Well, you know, hopefully in the end of this thing I'll have a better immune system. Uh-huh. And it won't uh, become, you know, like an emergency. Got my ivermectin, got my uh, hydroxychloroquine, got my my Z-Max azithromycin, I got my uh, Zelenko gummies. Zithromycin? Listen to my voice today compared to... You're perfect, and I'm still... Yeah, well, that's because I'm tired. Because I've been driving, you know. I've been having the hardcore driving of a big bus through San Antonio on the I-10, which if you can do that, then you, you graduate, you get, you know, you... You become an all-star driver. You know they should beg you to work for them, any truck company or any bus company, because that is a true. If you can get through San Antonio on the ten, in a big forty-five to fifty-foot bus, you're done. You 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 have a, a trade. You have arrived. 
I mean that, and, and of course I enjoy it. You know, I just I don't know. Had I had a normal life, I probably would have just been a. You'd never see me. You know, I would have just been a trucker or a bus driver and just a, a little guy that's you know nowhere and living in a little apartment somewhere or living in a on some land. You know, just uh, I don't know what I would have done had I not had they not fucked with me. Had they not wanted a fight, they wanted a fight. Another espresso. Yeah, that this brings in the biblical story of the firstborn. You know, the they have a a thing in these um, among the elites that if you sacrifice your firstborn, you're you're good to go for fame and fortune, especially if you want fortune and money. You sacrifice the firstborn. You know, arranged accident, and you know, an overdose or something which they did with me, and then I survived. And then, of course, they were, you know, then it goes the other way, then they're punished, which is exactly what happened. And um, so my, me- my, my message to my parents would be, don't kill your sons. Can you manage that, you fucking assholes? I mean, I forgive them, but my God, I mean, how dumb can you get? Because you know, for the mind control. anybody could see that I'm a, I'm a child of the Most High God, and that I have the protection of God. You don't, right? And so you mess with me, you mess with the entire kingdom of of heaven. You mess with the entire thing, and that includes storms, or colds, or whatever it is. Any kind of ill intent, any kind of dastardly plans of the enemy. Um, we're aware of it, but I, I choose to get my mind onto positive things, you know, um, you know, creating things, you know, it, doing a podcast like this, doing something proactive, even if it's just like spilling my guts and just trying to capture that moment, like lightning in a bottle of some kind of feeling I'm going through, some kind of thing I'm going through that maybe you could relate to, you know, having no filter, have being raw. And um, that's why, and, and uh, but the other thing is, God allows me to say expletives like the f bomb and things like that to differentiate myself from the from the Christian, from the the establishment Christians, which would never say a bad word like that. <gasps> oh my God, you know. So you know, we we, uh, we 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 are peculiar people. I mean, think about it, you guys out there. We're we're a peculiar people. I mean, here I am at. You know, uh, two fifty a.m. It's like one one fifty in New Mexico. It's, it's 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 it's, you know, <laughs> it's ridiculous, right? But that's when the spirit speaks, when the spirit moves, and um, so I'm just like, well, you know, we can't keep repeating the same stories over and over. You know, that was nine years ago. That song, track thirty four, and Rich Keltner, who did the. Music, I did drums, I did the mix, you know, the final... Spanky guitar playing there, Rich. Yeah, and I made that guitar sound good because I'm the producer, you know? What you have to realize is when you hear these tracks with DCP, is really, Rich likes to compose, and he does, but then I take it in the studio, maybe add vocals and different things and extra stuff, but what I'm doing is producing it, so I'm making that guitar sound better, I'm, making, I'm separating the frequencies of the tracks. I'm doing this nerdy stuff that I like to do, Okay. So it's a real collaboration, you know. It's it's I couldn't do what I do, and I appreciate what he does, and then I just want to make him sound better, you know, what he's composed and make that sound better, you know. And that was nine years ago, not a bad mix for nine years ago. 
<laughs> yeah, at least I was on key. I mean, my voice is kind of, you know, unique. It's unique to me, but I mean, it's... Um, I want to make well sure done. that everybody knows about the Swiss banker who is sounding the alarm um, yeah. about the WEF, Bill Gates, Klaus Schwab, I like to call Schwab. Um, Schwab. They're, they're all Schmuck. on notice now. He's saying, bioweapons, guys. You need to be, like, In jail. Arrested. Thank you. And, and it's uh, getting, like, no pro. So, it, it is on X. So, and, well, no, let me just continue on. with this line of thinking, though. Okay. So, so we've been talking about this, you know. So nine years ago, we're talking about the death cult, right? It's a Nazi death cult. Final solution. Um, you know, uh, Jay Dyer is boring to me, you know, kind of, because I've been through all this stuff. But if you want details on all of that, he's probably a good guy to listen to. You know, to get the exact detail of who these people are, you know, the shapers, you know, the Aldous Huxleys and the, you know, the H.G. Wellses, you know, and they, even, even, even a guy like, you know, Star Trek uh, creator, um, what's his name, you know, uh, well, you know, that was also a mind control to get us into this, you know, this whole, uh, you know, to... Well, no, it's just, it's just, it, it's all about, you know, control. And, like, if you see the, the people on the Enterprise, they all wear uniforms, and they're all under control. They're, no one is really an individual. The captain calls the shots. Everybody does their particular assigned job, and that's all they do. And then they, they have these missions. The, and people love that, because that's, see, there's a secret thing going on where people actually want to be told what to do. They want to be controlled. They want to. They don't want to be creative, but God made us as creative individuals. So if you're not being creative, if you're just waiting for orders, then you're really abrogating your responsibility. Then you will vote for the police state. You will put Trump in jail, let's say, because he's the ultimate individual. He's just you know real, or or Alex Jones or any of these people, these Mavericks or Steve Bannon or any of these people that are speaking out uh, publicly against. The obviousness now at this point, you know, encroachment of these stupid people. Again, stupid because they have no awareness of any, like, no wisdom, no philosophical background, and if they do, they've abrogated, they've, they've thrown it out the window like Harari did. They have, they just are childish. They think of childish things. And so, oh, a world without carbon, oh, that, that, then that'll be our world. That'll be our real home. You know, where we're all dead. And I know it's stupid, but you got to understand, the IQ of the individuals is very low. It gets lower when you reject God. Your, your intelligence goes down. It really goes down. And when you have God, you have knowledge. You know, you have wisdom at your command, at your... You know, you just have to really get together with God. You have to just, you know, be led into the scriptures. You have to be led into prayer. And, and, you know, things are revealed. And those things are priceless. Priceless things. Things they can't appreciate and they never will appreciate. And the reason they never will appreciate it is because they don't have the intelligence to understand when you have a diamond in your hand what it is. They'd say, oh, that looks like a rock. And that's, those are the people leading this, New World Order. They, they have a diamond in their hand. They, they think it's a rock. They, they, think, they don't understand a human being not only has free will, a human being is free will. 
literally, definition is free will. <laughs> and for them to say... No, no, I mean, to, to simply go, there's no more free will, they're hackable animals. To say something that idiotic, just even to say it without having a cacophony of laughter, having the whole theater erupt in laughter, the fact that there's no laughter, that makes me now look, my, my attention is now not on them so much. Because they're 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 you know they they made their their bed now let them sleep in it. It's the public that I take issue with. The public made this happen, and uh, you you know for a long time you know people tried to gather listeners like you know the people that want to make a professional podcast and make money off it. They were always saying, "Oh, you people haven't woken up yet." No, they were awake when I was a child. They've always been awake, folks, and you'll never hear it anywhere else but right here. Because, see, if you want money for a podcast, you have to tell them, oh, you're on your way. You have to encourage them. You can't just say you're all awake and you made a bad choice. You can't say that if you want people to listen to your podcast. But that's the truth, though. The truth will make people flee. If you have a very popular podcast, then you're doing something wrong. (laughs) No, I have to say that. You're, you're limited, you know, you, and the more popular you get, the more limited you get. And I, t- I, I take, you know, people like Joe Rogan and what's that other guy, the comedian, Russell Brand, and a few others, you know, are kind of in that category trying to be cool with it, you know. with They're playing fast and loose with the truth, and, and they're trying to be popular, and they want money for their appearances and people that want money for their appearances are never going to get it you know they're never going to understand they're never going to really be the truth you want that's why when you listen to people like that you listen to Joe Rogan half an hour maybe 45 minutes and then you're like kind of like ah you catch him every once in a while but you're not really you you want you, you're a truth addict you want to hear truth even if it's if it's all over the place, even if it's in a song or a poem or a podcast or whatever creative medium it is. And you're not going to get it from people that are uh, coddled by the system. I'm sorry. And if you have $100 million, you're being coddled by the system. If you Apparently Joe Rogan has a billion dollars. Well, there's, you know, it's like Elon Musk. It's, I'm not going to tune in because I know that I'm not going to get what I need from Joe Rogan ever. Especially when he interviews celebrities and he just like kisses their ass. I can't stand that. Because he wants to be popular, so he kisses their ass. Do you want do you want to put that in your head? Every day when you're looking at I mean you can go watch Fox News or even CNN or whatever you want. You can watch TV if you want to do that. You know, I mean these guys are <laughs> worth there's a lot of money in this in this game. Hundreds of millions of dollars. And when someone has that much money, they're just not going to be, um, sorry, but they're just not going to be that intelligent. It's just that they may be intelligent about money, which is just basically hoarding, you know, the spirit of, uh, of um, you know, wanting money and worshiping money puts it above the seeking of truth. And so when you have a billion dollars from podcasting and, and whatnot and comedy stints and things like that, you really can't be trusted. I'm sorry I have to put it that way. I know that makes me very unpopular. And I, and I have no axe to grind. I don't envy their wealth at all. I was uh, grew up with around wealth. 
had loads of privilege, had lots of opportunity for that, and I, you know, kind of, I tried to make it work, but I, I just basically got in a fight as a teenager, and then that fight's gone down to today. And what was I trying to do? All I was trying to do was survive. I didn't know what the hell they were trying to do to me. I was just trying to survive and um, just be a human being. You know, to love, be loved, to like things, to pursue things, to be free, you, you know, in a free country. And, um, I, I had no idea there was this, like, predatory nature of society that would hunt you down. But, it, you know, after I got... Uh, you know, my near-death experience and put in a coma by an assassin and his gang stock by his little, little hordes of boys and then, you know, forced to take LSD and then and then phenobarbital. Um, and I wound up in, in, you know, coma in the Denver General Hospital by a guy that... And by the way, Angels versus Witches is not the final title of what I'm writing. I'm just... I have that there as a deflection. But Chapter 7 is up and I go into this, I go into this, um, uh, the experience of Santa Fe and being there and then running into my assassin after 35 or 40 years and then, and then moving into a building that he actually built and then coming face to face with him and having a confrontation. What are the odds? I never mentioned it that much before because I was afraid, you know what I mean? I was afraid I would uh, be, you know, bumped off. <laughs> not by him but by his friends but uh, you know the God only God could arrange something like that so the hospital story is like kind of semi-autobiographic in a way but it's really you know coming into these uh, you know if God tells you to kill someone do you do that you know and, and how do you know it's not a demon and like you know, the, the the you know, would God make a deal like, we'll save your life now, Zeph, but in fifteen years or twenty years, we're going to come to you with a thing that we're going to ask you for a favor. That sounds like the mafia, but that's kind of what's going on in this hospital story. I think I'm just going to call it haunted hospital. But there's a bunch of um, plot points coming up that I haven't gotten to yet. But I just have to, you know, I've got a lot of. Uh, distractions have to push away to be disciplined in 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 finishing the story because it gets really harrowing now. I mean, especially when I come face to face with a psychiatrist who really who's really from the Jolyon West school of mind control, and then then and then things really get off to the races. And then mo a lot of the time, I'm just a, a victim, you know, and I'm being set up to uh, take somebody out. And and as we see this. Shooter in Maine, you know, is that a uh, mind control? Uh, did he just cook that all up on his own, or do you have a little help? Yeah, and the whole society is just overrun like that. Every institution's like that. So the hospital is filled with the New World Order. I mean Nazis, which is identical with New World Order. New World Order and Nazi is synonymous. And, um, you know, they will, they'll stop at nothing, you know, including murdering people to uh, get their way. And that's a good place to bump people off as well. 
So I'm just, uh, you know, I'm going to continue on in it, and, and I hope, you know, you can relate to just how oppressive and predatory. It doesn't, you know, a hospital doesn't have to be. It could be a place of niceness and sweetness. But instead, they, they make it into this, you know, sort of prison camp, the best way I can describe it. And you don't really have free will. They, they You know, you can't just do what you want or go where you want. You, they, they'll just keep you in your room, you know, and uh, really lock you down. Punish you for being sick. Punish you for having some problem. Punishing you for coming for help. Punish you until you start taking their drugs and doing their bidding, which is basically doing their drugs, which is basically who pays their their salaries. So, you know, um, so the chapter 7 goes into the, uh, some history about the cross of the martyrs and uh, what I learned about uh, the... uh, the slaughter of Pueblo women and children, and I think that may have been from the they may, they may be the Zias, but don't don't you know there's some argument about that. The Zia tribe, the Zia nation, and uh, that was that was there originally because you know you have to understand with these different nations, they were all fighting each other too over territory, you know, and so they were slaughtering each other, you know, well, the Indians never did anything wrong, and they, they have all these like tribal wars going on, so I, I don't know, I, I, I just can't even imagine how people like Barack Obama, another idiot, another blithering fool, how he could actually say something like that, well, you've got to give the land back, it was those Indians, it's like, that, nah, man, dude, it's a free-for-all, man, yeah. <laughs> The stupidity of man makes me laugh. Makes me cry. And makes me cry, too. Because the atrocities against children, it's all, everything you see is an excuse to hurt children. To hurt the innocent. And that's all they want to do, and that's our whole society. So when you see the accountant, you see the doctor, they're all, I mean, do not ever trust a doctor at all, unless they've broken away from the system. Right? I mean, doesn't that is that common sense? Chiropractors are cool. Yeah, but they're still quasi attached. There's just really nobody you can trust. The only thing you can trust is the Lord. You, the only thing you can do is follow Jesus and and you know um, and understand that anyone who has God has Jesus, and even if they don't know it yet. And in that ignorance of not knowing that, they can kill a lot of people. You know, they can justify a lot of violence. So I'm sorry. It's just, it's just, it's just a, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a violent mess here on Earth. But we predicted it, and the, but the reward for accomplishing it goes to the American public. Aren't they great, ladies and gentlemen? I mean. You know, I really have to, you know, hand it to them because you couldn't have what's going on now and innocent people thrown in jail and all that unless the public was behind it. So the guy down there at the street, the guy over here, the, the salesman over at the car place, this guy over here that, uh, you know, uh, flips burgers for a living, this guy over here, that guy over there, they, they all brought up this, they all saddled you with this, because they all want to be controlled, that's what they want even the entrepreneur class what I've noticed as we've traveled across the land, 
is everybody that we run into. I mean, these are not the people that are dumb. These are the people that are smart. They're like, yeah, we see what's going on. Everybody knows. Well, but everyone knew in 1955. Everyone knew in 1948. Everyone knew in 1932. Well, everyone. Action is what's needed. Right, but the the reason there's no action is because most of these people are cowards. We can be encouraged because look, Matt Gates stood up. One. No, I understand there are heroes here and there, and I applaud those heroes that are that are standing up and 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 going up against the um, the criminal cartel. Yeah. Which most people in America have subscribed to. Um, That's all I'm saying. Great interview yesterday with one of the top Russian uh, news guys, Vladimir Soloviev and Alex Jones. Say what you want. but My prediction on Jones is he would become mainstream news, and he is becoming exactly that. I made that prediction ten years ago. Well... He's pretty much filled the slot, but they still want him in jail. Well, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be on and on like that. We're going to be, um, you know, dealing with the police state uh, problems um, until people understand that, uh, until, you know, they take their crayons away. Really, they're just like children. Children raising children is not a good thing. And people have become babies in America just because I think... Part of it was a plan to just anesthetize them with TVs and easy jobs. You know, you, you could you just go get a job and just start getting a paycheck, you know, pushing a pencil around. And and um, that all that's, all that's going away. And I think the people, they deserve it. And I think it'll be a good thing for people. That's why I'm looking forward to it. And I'm not going to try to push it back right now because I think it's got to get a lot worse before people start understanding that, I, you know, it, it's really going to come down to, if it comes down to someone's life, will they then, at that last minute, or their children's life, will they then finally say something or think something that they need to think or make a decision? Will they finally then when they're just on the verge of losing their family and everything they've worked for, and it, it's all for nothing, and their whole life is a joke, will they finally then say, enough, enough, I'm with you guys. Let's take back the country or whatever. It, 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 at what point will they actually, um, you know, comply this this idea we're winning? We're not winning anything right now. Most people uh, have fled... Um, you know the Lord, and uh, Satanism is the biggest grow, the most uh, popular religion in the United States. Is the most, in terms of growth, Satanism and witchcraft is uh, off the charts. And, and you know the only reason people go to that is because they're ignorant and they don't understand that if you do, you engage in that kind of stuff, it comes back on you. And they have all kinds of ways to put it on somebody else. But look at look at this country. Everything's coming back on this country. It's a karmic blowback. And the United States needs to have its ass kicked. And, you know, I told you, didn't I tell you that the... I told you ten years ago, the military cannot win a war. We have no military. I mean, they can sit behind their desk and fly drones around and bomb things. You know, they can do that. But we have no military anymore. Did you hear about all the Marines that got killed? 
hear about that? They, they, they were over the, they were you know over their head. They didn't know what to do, and so they got killed. And they had bad command and, and control. They had bad leaders. They were put in the middle of a firefight between a bunch of different people, and they got blown. And I quote one guy. He said they were blown to bits. These are Marines. This is like the best, you know. And and I guess I would go for special ops, Navy SEALs, and, and the rest of it. Um. That's the that, that's not the record we used to have. You know, we used to you know go into some place, and uh, even even the when Trump went to get Soleimani, you know what I mean? There was a, if you watch the footage on that, he didn't just take out Soleimani; he took out hundreds of people, uh, at least a hundred that I saw that tried to escape, and then they, they just had these amazing weapons that. Uh, these amazing drone weapons that can just that just hunt people down and just you know no matter where you go you can't run or hide you just, just get tracked down and blown away and um, you know they're not they're not predator drones they're these little drones <laughs> and these these you know that, that find you that there's a radar you know they're just honed on human being and, and, and movement and they just they took them you know took them all so it took Suleimani and everybody else out. And they say, oh, that was so bad that he did that. No, that was leadership. Just like he went in and, and he, he took out some Saudis when, you know, after the massacre. He did, he couldn't handle it. Um, you know, they, they had to be done behind the scenes. And I just said, you know, you, you, you the whole point here was, uh, you know, was, you know, you mess with us, we mess with you. And so, and Soleimani was like the, 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 the top guy, so Trump did take action and I know Soleimani is Iranian and I understand the difference but, um, you know the, but he did take action after the, uh, the the massacre in Las Vegas and he did get results, it just wasn't publicized you know, because you have to do that if you're a world leader, because if you don't then they're going to come again and come again and come again and come again and you're never going to get rid of them, they're going to keep just like now, as Biden's let them all in and they're just waiting for the go signal to, uh, you know, take out all the cities. I would say if you live in a city, move. You know, because you're about to be, you know, trampled. And that's, you know, again, well-deserved from a public that doesn't seem to give a damn about its own children. Or, or themselves, or anything, really. I, I don't know what they care about. Football. You know, I've, I've kind of... Uh, really, I, this idea that you have the one guy screaming, wake up, everybody, and then people, you know, oh, I got the truth now, um, that paradigm, I'm rejecting that. And I'm saying, you know, that's fine to have the, you know, the, the one voice in the wilderness screaming, but it's, it's, the people already know, is my point. And they knew 10 years ago, and they knew 100 years ago. They know. But due to cowardice, due to uh, trying to preserve what they have, they think if they play the game, they keep quiet, they keep the, they you know look the other way, that they will be able to continue their lifestyles and have fun and go to the bar and get drunk and go to the games and hang out at the beach or whatever it is they want to do. But at this point, it doesn't work anymore since since the COVID thing. That was the demarcation point. It seems to me so, that only the people who follow Jesus really uh, know what's going on. 
Well, I can tell you what's going on. What's going on is, you know, basically the world's about to lose, you know, a third of its population or more because people are so stupid they can't get their heads out of their asses and so they're going to die, you know. But they're going to die without purpose. In other words, a good death is a death in Christ, right? Even if you've screwed your whole life up and you finally get it that it's not about you finally and not about your guilt that you could have been a better dad or a better mom or a better this or a better that. All that goes away. You're in Christ. And then you die. That's a good death. Thumbs up on that. No, you may not be a hero. You may have been selfish. But if you finally figured out that it was about God and not us and that, that we have to... You know, why would we turn away from him if he loves us and he's, and he's doing what he can given our creation and our plight here to help us along and to be with us and to be a source of comfort and, and yet people reject because they have free will. If you didn't have free will, you wouldn't be able to reject God. So obviously, you know, when you listen to a guy like Harari, he should be shushed and laughed at. But when I see people applauding him, I, know. I throw my hands up and I say, that's it, it's done, it's finished. The people don't deserve freedom. They don't deserve money. They don't deserve opportunity. They don't deserve it, folks. Um, and I that's that's that, uh, that Russian uh, news guy said yesterday on the interview with Alex uh, Vladimir Soloviev. Yeah, I didn't listen. He uh, I was at driving. the very end he said, "We have we have a great God who loves us." Yeah. Let's not disappoint him. Well, they may not disappoint God, but I mean the, the majority of people are and disappointing God simply by thinking it's about themselves and not God, becoming narcissist and, and, and turning inward and becoming selfish and becoming uh, fear-based and, you know, controlling and, you know, and the rest of it is just the, the story of our society. And the worst people are the elites, you know, is the privileged in society. Those are the worst people that we have. And they've been allowed to shape us into now rejecting or organic organisms and embracing silicone. And if you think that is intelligent, then I got some swampland, uh, you know, on Mars to sell you. I mean, it's just unbelievable how someone could come to that conclusion. I can't imagine how dumb you'd have to be. Ugh. Well. Would you like a, a, a zephyromycin? Yeah, I guess Couple so. Couple of those? Yeah, one. One? Uh, oh. Anyway, have to drive. Just, are you interrupting me? A little bit. Why? Just because I want you to feel better. You're interrupting me a little bit? Just so I can help you blow your nose. Uh, okay. Anyway, it was time for a podcast. It was time we had this talk. Um... This is what it's all been leading to. Putting the blame where it belongs. That's what it's been leading to. Our fight is with the people. And there are more and more people who are becoming the good people, the you know, the patriotic people, the people that stand on a principle, the people that have given their lives to God. I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about the bulk of secular society. Not the believers, not you guys out there, not people that would listen to this, but people that would be horrified at this podcast and go screaming out of the room. That's the person. And there's a lot of those. A lot of those. I could care less what they think about me. And, by the way, 
I used to be the kind of person that used to worry about every little thing. And, um, you know, I, I know now that the, the fight against me, no matter what I do out there, it's personal. It's like the kind of stuff they said about me when I, you know, when I was going out and trying to have a podcast and innocently stepping out and doing, maybe I should have two. Yeah. Innocently stepping out and, and wanting to be of service to the Lord. And I wrote a book, Lamb, in service to the Lord because the Lord wanted me to write that. And um, I went out there and I found that, you know, I was roundly slammed by all these self-righteous people. It was just unbelievable. But now I realize that was society again. It was the same thing as when I was a child. Same people. You know? And um, so now, so so, the blame isn't the Christians who attacked, you know, us, you know, because we deigned to become visible. How dare we? Uh, it's, it's a personal fight. And what the fight is, I can tell you what the fight is. The fight is, if we're right, then they're wrong. So they have to do everything they can do to get rid of us. Or else it's guilt on them. And they can't stand it. So if we're right... I had one guy tell me if I was right, he wants to commit suicide. And thank God I'm not right, he would say. And I said, no, it was when I was talking about the line. If you cross a certain line with the Lord, you know, you cross a certain, there's a certain line you cross that the Lord is not available to you. It's, it's over. And he's like, and he just assumed that he crossed that line. So he was saying, well, I, then if you're right, I'm going to commit suicide. And I said, well, why don't you just repent? Or would you rather commit suicide? I mean, it, people cannot, they just don't want the truth because it would make their entire paradigm a failure or wrong, okay? So they, they instead of repenting themselves, they'll just sacrifice you so they don't have to hear it anymore. Hmm. So they don't have to look at you. See, you just, they don't have to hear you speak. They just need to look at you and you remind them of their, of their condition. You remind them of their um, lie, just by standing there. And that's why I said, if you just stand there, you're doing a service to God. So, so they, you know, and these are not the comedians. These are not the people that made a billion dollars out of podcasting. Let me tell you, they are as much society as anybody else. They're trying to work within the system to bring it about to a better society. And that's fine, but that's not the way God works. Okay, so you can write off all the podcasters, pretty much. Unless they have no money motive. Oh, there it is. Unpopular Z, once again. Ruined the party. He just condemned all the podcasters. They didn't condemn them. They condemned themselves by putting money first. You know? And if, and if you know, so, well, but people want to hear the truth. You cannot hear the truth. There, there's somebody that's got that much money that's trying to work within the system to change it to be 
um, you know, equanimous and, you know, a beautiful society, whatever, they're just going to end up being the same elite assholes that we have currently. Because it's going to be about money. And I'm sorry, but when people have a lot of money, they I don't care how good you are, it's going to corrupt you. I've seen it over and over again. It's going to corrupt you. It's going to be all about that. And then, you know, from their listeners, they'll try to hide those facts and try to act like they're a humble, humble citizen, just like the listener. The broke listeners, I got all these broke people listening. They don't know I got a billion dollars. I better not tell them. I better just act cool. I'm going to act cool. I'm going to have celebrities on my show. We're going to talk about cool stuff for these poor people that are making me billions of dollars. <laughs> you see. And then if you have to put celebrities on to to enhance your income because you just want more income, uh, then you're a, what's called a sellout. Total. 100%. There's not even any shade of, you know, so it's just... FYI, what I do is I don't spend a lot of time going around and, you know, browbeating other people or just pointing out their faults or things like that. I don't do that. I kind of judge it by what I'm drawn to listen to. And it's almost like life is a smorgasbord. And I take, I, I have to listen to people that are in the system. I'm sorry, but I, I do. You know, I'll listen to Fox News. I'll listen to, you know, MSNBC. I'll listen to these different, you know, legacy media. I'll listen to a little bit of this podcast, a little bit of that one, a little guest over here, guest over there. I like to, you know, in general, I like to watch drummers and... Um, surfers. And surfers. Those are the two things I like because that's my, I used to do both of those things. But um, I tend to drift away from people that have the um, money is 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 what is their thing, you know, and I mean, if if the if the goal is money, because really, these people are making more money than you could make working for a network. Okay, and and it's and it's just like, at some point, someone has to say something, or else you're just going to wind up in the same position you you're in now. You're broke, and you're giving them money. And they're entertaining you when they talk to Miley Cyrus or something, you know. And 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 uh, it, there just has to be some kind of way out of that malaise. I know, I know, it's a lyric from the Bob Dylan song, but there's really got to be another alternative because you know if you listen to that stuff and you really do listen to it hour after hour, you're going to wind up just as broke and just as desolate and just as devastated about everything as as you are now maybe even worse because of the time that's gone by that was wasted what can they teach you you know that you you don't really know now I like watching technical people like people that survive in the wilderness and things like that and I can learn from them how to build a fire things we've forgotten as a people I think that's valuable but see, and they're making money, but see, it's, it's, it's like the mistake they make, too, is when it becomes more about money than about that, you know, showing people how to survive in the wilderness or whatever. It's, um, and it's also what makes people say, yeah, I want to get along. 
And, you know, so they'll tell you, if you want to make money, if you want to be successful, then what you've got to do is butter them up and be friends with everybody. And, I, you know, and when those people die, they're celebrated and they're all oh, rest in peace. And then, you know, but who were they? Friends with everybody. Who, who, who really were they? I mean, who, who were they? Who were these people? Friends with everybody. Um, yeah, I mean, Hollywood, you know, the, the movie Babylon, you know, revealed everything but the pedophilia, but it just about went there. You know, to show you that, that that's the behavior you have to engage in, in in order to be taken seriously as, as a celebrity. You know, if you're going to live in Beverly Hills and, and uh, have a, a booth at... Uh, whatever the hot restaurant is or a place at the bar at the peninsula or one of these places and you want to work at CAA or one of these outfits or you want to you know be an actor you want to be this or that or whatever you're going to uh, the first thing you have to do is serve you know whether it's a waiter or a sex worker or whatever you're going to have to serve uh, this beast and it's not really people when they find that out they get heartbroken but they get heartbroken because they didn't understand that there's a price to pay and the people that you see on your screen whatever they paid the price and if that's okay with you just keep watching them then if they entertain you good but make no mistake it's just entertainment it's not real life you know, it's an avoidance of real life. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm as much for novels and movies and all things as everybody else, but I think there has to be time to just really get real with yourself and to be able to say, okay, all right, you know, what's bothering me? What's really bothering me right now? You know, it's not so much other people. It's me. You know, change me, Lord. Make me better. I've got to be better. I've got to be more, you know, this this is day after day is going by and I'm not doing anything about it. And, you know, that's tough work, but it's the kind of work that can yield great results. Um, you know, and then there's that whole, whole idea of letting go. Instead of criticizing yourself to death, you know, letting you go and trusting that God will change you. And God does. But, see... <laughs> Then you need to glorify the Lord and say, oh, thank you, Lord, when it happens, and not just avoid it and think it's something you did. And that becomes, you know, another struggle. But that spiritual struggle that we're in, you know, to differentiate between God and us and us and God and one, and God and us is one I am. And this sort of progression that goes on with God, it's like you want to get in that God stream and wherever that leads, you know. And um, so I'm... You know, I don't fit in any camp really myself um, because every camp needs uh, compromise. Right? They need you to bow the knee. You get three people together. They want the, the three want the fourth one to bow the knee. I, I don't get it, but I understand it's a, it's a trait of fallen man, so must be avoided. Then they, don't be a lone ranger Christian. Well, I don't really consider myself a Christian then. Okay. Well, don't be a lone ranger. I don't really consider myself um, 
Uh, are there people on this planet? I didn't notice. <laughs> You're such an asshole. Um, no, I'm just not going to let you get away with your bullshit, okay? That's what I am. I'm not going to let you get away with your lies. You know, of, of, you know, join the club and you'll be happy. Everybody has joined the club and you look at, you look at the unhappiness today. It is off the charts. You people have fucking destroyed everything. All in the name of joining your club. All in the name of worshiping celebrities as gods. All in the name of, you know, making money as an entrepreneur by, you know, basically telling people what they already know in a podcast and then piling up the money as a result by putting dangling shiny objects in front of them and making the people poor people think that they're getting somewhere they're they're learning stuff they're 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 not listening to mainstream news anymore they're really advancing well, the alternate news is just as bad as the mainstream news it's all bad this is bad it's all bad it's only good if you can stand as an individual and you know and 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 and, and recognize that you exist then it's good they can't bother you then but people that chase approval people that chase money and 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 put themselves out there as you know doing a humanitarian service and they have a billion dollars could you please not help that along you know we're going to be held responsible for all this stuff one day god's going to you know say well you you know you 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 were broke and you died poor and yet you worshiped billionaires why is that why is that i guarantee you you're not going to make any money doing what you're doing right now you're not you're going to just stay poor listening to all these people taking you nowhere that was hilarious that guy the other day who he had that he had he wanted to charge people $37 for a scripture quote that he said he got from the satanic uh, mm-hmm. wor- satanic yeah no there are people out there I understand there are people that know how to bilk other people for money and it's I, just like wow look I don't think it's a bad thing to die poor first of all no I think that's fine, but I think but a lot of people that are poor they want money, and so that's the the unheeded desire. That that's the sin right there. Worship of money. Well, they worship money, but they're poor. I mean, that more people worship money that are poor, that and, and fall into that category of being fallen and in sin because they're worshiping money. They go, no, you see, I have nothing in my bank account. That doesn't matter. You're worshiping money. You're worshiping money. Whether you're rich, poor, in the middle, it doesn't matter. But I don't let these people fool me. If they got, you know, you know, oh, you've got to send in money. <laughs> you got to donate to my cause, or I need, I need these. I got these advertisers. You got to sit there through the ads, and they're just piling up the money, on, and basically on you. You're you're giving them their status. And, you know, they don't hang around with you. I guarantee you, they hang around with other people that have the same bank accounts. Right? And who they said, oh, they're Satanists. Well, no, no, no. now they're going to start having them on their show, the Satanists. And, you know, and then you'll be going, wait a second, I thought this was a truth thing. Uh, think again. You've been duped. It's about money. 
Hey, you're a commodity. The more you listen, the more they get advertisers, the more they pile it up in the bank account. They're not... Listen, the Bible says, buy the truth and sell it not, doesn't it? So anybody that makes money off, uh, you know, saying truth... You know, you know, a lot of these podcasts, and I have to say many, you know, the hundreds of them, uh, when I hear the news they talk about, it's like three days old. And yet people are lapping it up. It's like, I heard about this three days ago. What the hell? And if you keep listening to that, it's on you. It's your fault now. And if you don't want them to have, um, you know, all this privilege in society and hang around these uh, snobs, then, then, then withdraw your consent. Withdraw your consent. Don't listen anymore. Because the more you listen, the more you prop them up there. And, um, you know, there was a time where I had, uh, I took donations here and then I cut that off. Because the Lord told me, I found that scripture, you know, buy the truth and sell it not. And as soon as that really hit me, I repented and I took the, even, even the, the donate thing off. Now that's not the same with my writing. I sell the writing, but I mean, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, my own worst enemy with that, you know. I'm giving it away on, on, on Substack. I mean, this is like a professional thing that people are getting it. And, and um, you know, now they're, they're you, you know, some people have subscribed, but most people won't even bother subscribing. They just want, you know, they just take free stuff. You know, the truth you find in the dust and the muck. And they just, they have a diamond in their hands. They throw it away and they pick up the dirt. And they have to pay for that dirt. But they like that because they paid for it, and that's the—that's what's happening. You know, people throw the diamonds away; they worship the dirt. Just a uh, a little metaphor. And because they're so in love with that practice of worshiping dirt and throwing diamonds away, uh, I don't feel like you know this podcast here is really for people like that. There are a number of others I could recommend where they can just be part of a commercial machine. And if that's what they want to do, then, then you know, they could also go back to CNN. They could, they could, uh, I go find the Drudge Report. Where'd that go? You know, <laughs> Breitbart, <laughs> you know, Dan, what, what's his name? Steve Bannon, you know, Steve Bannon. He's uh, another guy that used to work at, uh, what he work at, Goldman Sachs. Who worked for Jamie Dimon. Uh, but anyway, uh, be that as it may. It, it's it's um, the spirit does not want to share people's pursuits for other things uh, with people or with anyone. I mean, God is, you know, they say he's a jealous God. Well, that just means that, it, you know, it's there's one God, one way, and anything that's distracting from that, you know, God hates it. And a lot of times we say, well, if you love something too much, you'll just smack it away. If you love something, even love someone too much, he'll just smack it away. He'll destroy that relationship. Anything you obsess on, he'll just smack it away. It's for your own good. And I've noticed that with me, with the different things. And then, I've, then he's given them back, kind of like, you know, you just have to have a laissez-faire attitude with things. 
you know, you just do, just do whatever you do, you know, do whatever you do, but, um, uh, you, you know, if, if the goal is to make money in a business, that's fine, but then the goal should be to give it to the most high God and let, and then be, you know, amazed at the miracles of, of blessing, of, of prosperity, nothing wrong with prosperity. See, that's the other thing. There's nothing wrong with it. It's whether or not it's worshipped or sought. If you seek God, then everything else will be added to you. Whatever God wants you to have. He might he might want you to be poor. He may want you to be in the middle. He may want you to be rich. You know? Uh, it, it, it just... It just all depends. You know, it's funny when um, things have really gone you know, my way of going well with films and different things like that. I haven't really sought the result being, you know, getting paid. I'm not really worried about that. What I'm worried about is is just making sure I've got the energy to, to participate and and hopefully God will, will 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 lead me in whatever pursuit. Even if people don't think it's a godly pursuit, it doesn't really even matter what they think. You know what I mean? It could be making shoes, it could be making films it could be writing but i'm you know i'm dedicated to writing and it's it's a it's a it's right now it's it's a little bit tough but i intend to, to really um i think the material i'm writing is really tough kind of hard on me in a way because it's recognizing this the complete unfair treatment that that has always been there for no reason no good reason and then I see people like uh, well, that young man Owen Schroyer being in prison for absolutely nothing, and then they put him in solitary confinement. I understand. Right away. And then I'm, you know, right away to break him. They want to break him. Exactly. They they want him to apologize. And I, I just can't. I, I just these kind of people that would do things like that. Oh. And let me tell you something. They're going to have their day. God is going to punish them. Good. God's going to punish the hell out of them. They're going to wish to God they were never born. Then not too far from now, there's going to be a turnaround on this. And, you know, I I don't know what it's going to take. It may take a breakaway country. It may take a breakaway military that's going to take matters into their own hands. And, you know, and and there may have to be a secession of states. Um, There may have to be a divide because I I can't imagine that the, the people on the left could survive without us, though. Because, and when I say us, I don't mean I'm on the right. I mean people that are independent. Because they need people to make money. They can't make money unless they just steal it from you. They can't make, they can't survive. They're not really entrepreneurs. <laughs> they're, they're sort of coddled in this Silicon Valley thing. And, and uh, you know, it's just, they're, they're very um, well positioned. But it's all kind of... Uh, you know, they're feeding at a trough. And they tend to follow people that are entrepreneurial or independent thinkers and independent people. If they see there's a there's a country or even a state that's doing well, that's managing itself well, they want to infiltrate and then ruin it. And I've seen them move from California to Austin and ruin Austin. And I've seen them, you know, cry unfair, wah, 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 everything's unfair. <laughs> everything's unfair, let's tear down the city hall or something. And I've seen this... You know, in the '60s, I've seen it now, and I, all I can tell you is that it's uh, it's um, again low IQ. You know, stupid people doing stupid things, 
and they're stupid because they think it's they think somehow they're going to win. They don't realize they're just doing the bidding of the elites that they hate. And so, you know, <laughs> there's nothing I can do about it. They're, they're going to believe what they believe. I I talked to, I was blue in the face to somebody, some young person, Generation Z, and uh, I explained who the beneficiaries were of tearing down the statues, of who the, who's paying for it. And they just couldn't understand it's like I was talking another language. They couldn't understand that they were duped. They were fooled. That they they were tricked. And they just couldn't accept that. They, they felt they were pure and they're better and they're better than everybody else. And, uh, you know, they're going to lead the way toward uh, social reform. And I'm like, it's not... You're not the ones who are going to benefit from this. You're going to be cannon fodder. Which, yeah. When COVID was around, it didn't it didn't discriminate, did it? People died every it, no matter what their philosophy. Now it looks like they're getting ready to launch the uh, the terror. You know they'll probably. Uh, well, let's just see what happens. You know, I'm I'm. Um, it's pretty depressing, though. You know, just to see people just reacting. In, in, and not thinking and, and doing the wrong thing and, and being played like they're being played left, right, whatever. They're being played propaganda. They're being played and they think they're, they're virtuous and they're not. They're just slaves and it's just sad. You know, and again, I try to explain this, you know, and explain it and explain it. And, you know, they're, 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 well, because I'm white, I'm going to make sure I don't have any jobs, so I, so I leave room for uh, people of color to, to be able to make up for the atrocities of the past. You know, so I, I'm just going to die in the street. Um, I mean, I, that didn't even justify commentary. I mean, it, 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 it's, it's so embarrassing. And, you know, another blame we have are the professors but then what's their problem why are they crybabies you know it's because they've been coddled in the educational system their whole lives and they've never had to you know earn a buck they've never had to do anything and so they're just these like you know ivory tower jockeys you know trying to incite a riot um not realizing just like the the people in uh the Biden's White House trying to get a nuclear war going. They just don't think they're going to, they, you know, like Sean Penn said, he says, says, we can survive a nuclear war, says Sean Penn, who's, um, again, you know, you need to use a, um, a litmus, like a, I guess he would be the, the, the he, well, you know, there's a lot of people in his position like him that are famous, that are that are equally as dumb. They're easily manipulated. I'll just put it that way, you know, because they their whole life uh, they've been manipulated and they've agreed to it, and so they never have had to think for themselves. Other people do the thinking for them. That's what happened to Britney Spears, and she's finally started trying to wake up, and she went nuts. But it's because everybody did. She never had a life, and then she's trying to have one, and she gets the knives out, and she's dancing around with the knives, and she's showing off her body, which is you know getting older, it's not that young bod, that hot bod she had 10 years ago and it's just really sad it's like, it's almost like a you know, whatever happened to baby Jane, you know it's, it's, it's really sad 
It's, it's so sad. It's all so sad. Because every bit of the problems we have is due to ignorance. Every bit of it is due to ignorance. And every bit of wisdom that we get comes from God, right? It comes from, you know, scriptures. It comes from all kinds of other people who are filled with the Spirit. It's A lot of good things come that way. But... Um, You realize it's 3.47 a.m. i got to get some more shut-eye before I try to... I don't know why I was up so early. I guess I was worried about the storm. Now it looks like the storm's clearing up and there's really nothing to worry about. <laughs> but when there's a storm, I always, you know, I always get concerned about it. And uh, I want to leave on a happy note and just say this. You know, the people that are real... If you happen to encounter them, you know, cherish them. You're very fortunate to know that many people that are really real. Because most people are fake. And they're just going to agree with you and blow smoke up your ass. And and you're going to think, oh, look, they're really on the same page. And really, they're just playing you. And, you know, and then you go, well, it's lonely. Well, it shouldn't be lonely if you've got the Lord. You know, I'll tell you one thing we could all do. I just pray right now in Jesus' name for Owen Schroyer for him to be boosted up and, and him to be strong during this time and to teach these guards a lesson. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, that young man is, a, you know, is a, you know, an American hero. Now he, he comes from InfoWars. I don't have any problem with Alex Jones. You know what I mean? I don't have any problem with, with I don't, believe you should set up a podcast doing what he's done but he's you know god probably has him in his position to be destined to to be the alternative to to mainstream news which i think he will become and and some of his buddies like joe rogan and all that they will be there too and they will have buku millions and billions of dollars and um then you can decide if it gets corrupt or not it'll be up to you i i don't really i i've I used to listen to this guy, Nick Begich. Remember him? Yeah. And I enjoyed listening to him and how he struggled with he struggled with things. He was really honest, and uh, not saying I agreed with him, but I appreciated what you know his struggle to find peace. And um, you know, but very rarely do I even mention a name. Somebody that's touched me. It's very very rare. And people send me like you know. I remember somebody sent me a a link to sad guru like like this guy will, will really bless you Z. and i'm like we looked at sad guru and it's like just his name alone sad guru is enough to 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 show you that he's, he's i mean the guy is completely not for real he's a wef um darling you know he's a klaus schwab uh butter upper he's a he's a uh you know uh uh uh, just another guru sellout from India. It's just like, how many are there? They're all like that. Pretty much. It's just like the preachers here. You know, same thing. Anyway, I love you guys. I uh, it, I just can't make it easy for you today. I'm sorry. Can't make it easy for you today. Um, separation is uh, a blessing of God. And this podcast, if it does anything, will separate you more not less from the from the ignorance and the and the 
and the and the the, the, the fuckery of this society, which is which is dis- disgusting, absolutely disgusting. And I think if I were going to play a song that's secular, you know, I'd play the you know I'd play Everybody Knows, you know, because see, Everybody Knows is really wiz- wise. That song speaks the truth. You know, everybody knows the bad guys won. You sure do. We just fool ourselves. You know. I always change the words. Leonard Cohen. I always change the words too. Uh, he was a poet. Yeah, good poet. And he was really struggling with the truth. No, a guy that doesn't know the truth would not be able to write that poem. Only those lyrics. Only someone that really knew the truth could write that. And that's not the best news in the world. But I don't have, like, you know, the good news I have is Jesus saves. And, you know, in, in you know any apotheosis, which is advancing beyond this world to become the tabernacle of the Most High God, you know, the New Jerusalem, to, to, to you know, to be the first and the last, the, the beginning and the end, really. See, Jesus, there's a mystery in this. And so let's, that's what we really should be talking about from now on. We should be talking about, you know, mainly the spiritual understanding because the first and the last is really another way of saying the beginning and the end. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end at the same time, right? Which renders time timeless. I am the beginning and the end. The end all and be all. I am it. I am reality, in other words. Everything that's contained between, everything between the beginning and the end, I am. Now that's a very strong position to be in, because then you have everything. You have a million friends. You have a million things to do. You have, you know, a, a, a trillion dollars. You have all, you have all the planets are yours. You know, all the space, all the underwater, whatever, you know, Antarctica. It's all yours. And you're completely connected. You completely belong. You're absolutely loved and beloved. And, um, you know, it, 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 the enemy has made it very hard for us to really find, you know, people because sometimes good people, because they're weak, can mess up, you know, and then become bad people. And then they try to become good people again. And you just... And in that struggle, and we all do that, you know, we all let each other down from time to time. And a lot of times it's, it's, we, we have a hard time forgiving that. And they ask Jesus, well, how many times should I forgive? And it's like, you have to keep forgiving when there's repentance. Unless you don't want God to forgive you. You want God to forgive you, then you have to keep forgiving. When they say, I'm sorry, I, I lied. I'm sorry I lied to you. I'm, I, I thought, or I'm sorry, I thought this, but now I think that. So, if, you know, so I would just say, before you get to be too enamored with me, understand that I will break your heart. Not intentionally, but I will not live up to your expectations. And, you know, and you won't live up to mine. And we won't live up to each other's. And that's just something you have to take in stride, you know, just accept that's the way it's going to be and stop having, oh, finally, I found someone. You know, it's like, no, please don't do that. Okay.
How about something light on the end? Uh, solitary man. Uh, ugh. Yeah, solitary man. Uh, a paper ring. Listen to the lyrics of Solitary Man. I mean, compared to my lyrics, like, it's like, um, Sue came along, loved me strong. That's what I thought. Me and Sue. Uh, but, but that, but that died too. <coughs> now, come on, now you buy that stuff. They, that was like a number one hit. So, do people buy that? Me and Sue, but that died too. You know, they say that love is such a blah, 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 you know, part-time thing. And then he goes, paper ring. A paper ring? I don't know if I will, but until I can find me, someone who will stay and not play games behind me, I'll be what I am. The solitary man. <laughs> uh, I mean... Like kindergartners couldn't do that, couldn't come up, couldn't come up with things smarter than that. So how do you explain that that would, song would become a hit with that kind of idiocy involved? Well, it's, it, it's, it's just a guy that does not know the English language. People, Neil Diamond. People do know that most of the Neil Diamond is not very smart. Most of the hit music is like mind control. Yeah. Yeah, then Sue came along, loved, loved me strong. That's what I thought. So in other words, he's fornicating with Sue, but that died too. Well, what do you think is going to happen? Then he complains that he's the one that really wants to fall in love, and he wants to actually have a real ring, not a paper ring. But then he was fooling around with Sue. He didn't give her a ring. And then he goes, but that died too. Like, like In other words, he paints himself as a victim. I'll be a solitary man, like I'll be a hero. You know what I mean? Because I'm, I'm a real lover, and I'm really into, you know, I want to marry someone, and I'm really committed. And then it's like, Sue came along and loved me strong. That's what I thought. Uh, me and Sue, me, me and Sue, but that died too. I'm like, of course it died. Like, what the hell's the matter with you, Neil Diamond? A diamond, your name should be Neil Dirt, not Diamond. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, listen to these lyrics. How now? Why? Why did I do a cover of it? Because I um, got inspired over the melody, and I like "Solitary Man" because it reminded me of being in Christ. You know, we're like all solitary men and women. You know, we're individuals, and that's what I, you know. But that's not the spirit of the song. The song is, "I Neil Diamond am a victim of." I'm a real true lover, and everyone else betrayed me. Uh, you know, because I was fooling around with Sue, and uh, that died too. And until I can find someone who's going to not play games behind me, I'll be what I am—a solitary man. I mean, what that? What he's king now? He then he puts himself up there as the king. You know, so so the, 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 they play games behind him. He's not playing a game, diddling old Sue. Uh, you know, pre premarital Sue, and you know, with no ring, no commitment. I mean, it's one thing to be in sin and then admit it, and then you know, if you're serious. But if you don't really love the person, you shouldn't just be fucking them. And the reason why is because it creates soul ties, and soul ties become uh, openings for demonic activity. And and um, you know, people don't understand that. So you know, we everybody understands we want sex as human beings. 
and you can sublimate the sexual desire, but everybody wants sex. And what they don't understand is that sex, when it's not, you know, based on love, when it's just based on sport, sport sex, then it's going to lead to um, a shattered individual because the more soul ties you have, the more shattered you become, the more tragic your end becomes. And if somebody, you know, wants to be a virgin, there shouldn't be pressure on that person to be about being a virgin or not. If someone wants to be celibate, they should be celibate. And people should leave them the, the hell alone. But, you see, humans, they're going to pressure you to join their little sex club and do the kind of things they do. But, then, you know... So in Hollywood, should we be so surprised that they tell you to have, you know, sex with children that they can get on tape so they can then blackmail you to doing exactly what they want? I think David Lynch's movie, Mulholland Drive, was a really good example of how Satan runs Hollywood. It's all blackmail, innuendo, criminality, trafficking, and basically mafia you know it's a, it's a mafia uh, thing you know you, someone's going to become a famous star it's going to be run up and down the chain they have to agree to pay that guy millions of dollars as long as he's going to be loyal and if not you get the treatment God. darn cold well I got to try to get some uh, you know the rain has stopped I can well, I'm going to play this song anyway. But I, I, I just want you to know that I do feel love in my heart toward, you know, the Lord and toward... I'm frustrated with people, but I still have love for people and, and I, the a compassion to the extent that I have, you know, I feel sorry for them. And I try to help here and there where I can. But I feel also devastated that they don't change. You know what I mean? That we're kind of hurtling toward World War Three, and there's really nothing, nobody can just, there's nothing anyone can do about it. You know, the elites want it, and all Black Lives Matter and all these like groups that are marching and doing all this stuff, they work for the elites. So do all the terror groups. They work for the elites, too. So COVID was the elites attacking the people and getting in trouble for that. So why should they stop? So I don't have the best report. You know, I'm not like people are saying we're winning. We're really we're about to win. Okay, I mean, I love. We are winning. We are. Yeah. What are we winning? We are winning. What did you win? The battle for uh, truth and reality, (laughs) justice, and the American way. Right. Yeah, but anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. It's so. What you got to do is stop striving, I think. And um, I'm just—I'll talk to myself. Don't strive. Just be yourself. Don't worry. Be happy. Be happy. Well, you can't be happy when some idiot is telling you to be happy. You know what I mean? You can't like be happy. What's the matter with you? Well, hmm. Here's one that can see.
Solitary man, solitary man. 